Welcome back to the Danny Phil Podcast, or welcome for the first time to the Danny Phil Podcast. I'm your boy, Danny Flo, a.k.a. Danny Philosophy, a.k.a. Philosopher. You can call me any one of those things. You can call me just Danny if you want to, your boy, Danny. Uh, but anyway, if you're a regular listener, make sure you leave me a comment. Make sure you leave me a review if you're listening to it on the audio podcast platforms. Make sure you share this episode with... Um, all your favorite people, obviously, if the people's is not your favorite, you're not going to share it with them. You're not going to put them on. Uh, and if you're a new listener, like I said, welcome. It's good to be with you. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, whichever one that you prefer. So when I first started recording my podcast, it was actually audio only, right? And I was recording it on my couch. And then the pandemic and then I and then I did audio and video which is what I'm doing now but and then the pandemic the panorama the pomegranate the paprika happened right and uh, my niece was staying with me for a little bit and I got kids so I record at night it's nighttime right now and so I moved to my downstairs sink I've got a little random sink area with a little bit of counter space so I moved down there and I stayed down there for a long time. It's just, I mean, it's just across from me, really. Um, and then my last episode, I recorded right next to that area. Like, I've got my my wife and I bought a little desk that we put right next to that uh, counter space where sometimes we put um, our laptop and our bigger monitor on there. So um, I recorded my 50th episode, like, in that area. And I recorded that one actually on my 30th birthday. Your boy is 30. Now and then now I'm in I'm in our basement gym. So I don't know, I kinda behind me is my squat rack that we bought when the paprika, when the pomegranate happened, when the when you know, when the pan, uh, pandemic happened because we um the gym closed down and we toughed it out for like a month or two and then we're like, This is a family show. So then we were like F it, let's buy some gym equipment and set up downstairs. So that's what we did. So I think maybe, you know, uh, I think maybe I'm going to record down here in our um, in our basement gym. And by the way, like when I first started this podcast, it was going to be about a bunch of F's, right? Or actually about a bunch of F sounding words like philosophy, fatherhood, faith, right? Specifically the Catholic faith, um, fitness. I was going to have fun with it, right? All these F sounding words. Um, and I mentioned this in my 50th episode, but it hasn't really worked, worked out that way. I have done episodes on each of those, um, topics. Uh, but one thing I do want to say about fitness, like, and I've mentioned this in, in other episodes too. It's not like I have my own content, like memorized, but I have mentioned this in other episodes. Um, I don't look like I lift, but I think that actually scores a point for lifting because over the last decade, there's there's been long periods of time where I have like consciously ate a certain way or didn't eat certain things to reach certain goals. But for the most part, I'm not gonna lie, I've been careless, but I've been able to like stay in decent shape because. I've been lifting about a decade because I've been um, 
you know, over a long period of time consistent with a fitness lifestyle, with a fit lifestyle. There's been short periods of time where like I don't care about it and I don't do it or I'm preoccupied with other things or it's not a priority. But over the last decade, overall, if we if if I'm keeping score, I've been consistent over the long run. And I think it's um, <laughs> been to my benefit because I'm not my body doesn't look the way that I want it. Right. And I couldn't be on the cover of a fitness magazine. But I look, you know, I, I look better than what I could look if I wasn't lifting. And if I didn't have those periods of times where um, where I was uh, consciously eating a certain way. But it's funny that I mention periods of time because now that I'm 30, um, recently I was reflecting, right? Because my, my podcast is supposed to be about philosophy of life. One of the stereotypes about philosophy is that it's just deep thinking. And there's a certain amount of truth to that. But I mentioned this in the description of my 50th episode. I think what I want to do is just to help you think, right? To help you think about something maybe you haven't thought about for a long time. Maybe that you'll think about for the first time. Help you think about something that matters, right? We can't stop thinking. That's what separates us from other animals. We can think. We're conscious. We're aware that we're aware. Um, thinking is just an essential human trait we we just it's just that's what's like everybody everybody to a certain extent you know for the most i wouldn't say for the most part but everyone is uh has shallow thoughts right thoughts that don't go beyond the surface level and then everyone to a certain extent thinks deeply and then we just we just can't stop thinking um right and we don't remember all of our thoughts but i want to help you think uh deeply right about the things that matter and my point in that last little tangent is just that everybody does a certain amount of deep uh thinking and wherever you're at i want to help you do more of that but um so now that i'm 30 i was recently reflecting that like i've heard it said before but people when they think about their past, they're like, man, that seems like a different lifetime or that it seems like I've had all of these different lifetimes. Even people that are younger than me, definitely people that are older than me. And I started thinking about like my life and if I had to break it up, well, first of all, let's define like a lifetime. Sometimes, you know, we'll say about celebrities or influencers that have been in the public eye for a long time like man that person has lived like 16 different lives right and it just means that they've gone like a lot of change or we've seen them gone through a lot of change because they've been on the news on television on cable in the mainstream media on social media on youtube and the internet whatever right they just have a lot of content out there in the public eye and over the years we've seen them go through all this change and so that's why we'll say like they've lived like 16 different lives. But when you make it like personal, it seems like we've lived a bunch of like different lives and everybody's memory is faulty and not everyone like there's people that can remember stuff at a really early age. And then there's people who don't remember things until they're like a toddler and then 
there's people who don't remember things until they reach the age of reason. Now the age of reason is somewhere between like like six and above. Could be as early as six. Could even be as early as five. It's just when you um, your level of thinking is heightened, right? And you become more aware. And then some people don't remember. Like some people's first memories are. You know, in their preteen years, some people in their teen years, some people, you know, closer to the end of adolescence, you know, towards 19, 20. Um, and so depending on what you remember, like, you can just break up your life into periods of times. And so that's what I mean by lifetime. And I guess if I had to break my life up, you know, because now that I'm 30, it's like level four, right? Level one is like birth to nine level two is like 10 to 19 level three is 20 to 29 which just ended for me and then now i'm on level four 30 to 39 so hats off to me salute to me i made it praise god um but i don't break up my life into like four lifetimes i was thinking about it because that's what this show is about thinking and i would break it up From birth to about the time that I was four years old. And the reason that I break it up to this, those four years is because um, when I was four, four and April, May, June, four and three months, actually, um, I lost my dad, right? My dad passed away. Uh, I really, I can't really publicly say how he passed away because there's still people alive that don't know how he passed away. And it wasn't my decision to do that, but I'm going to respect that decision. But obviously, that's huge. I grew up without um, my dad, and that's that's actually the way that he died is actually one of my earliest memories. I do have some memories of when he was alive, but that's like the most vivid one. It's obviously the most impactful one. So I'll leave it at that for now. So that's the first like lifetime that I would break my life into zero to four birth to four and then the next one is kind of short because the next one is four to five because I remember that between the years four and five after my dad passed away for a while we lived with my uncle um, and then we found an apartment and we lived there and I do have some memories there and then we moved into the house that I lived with until I was about 19 or 20. Um, but again, I break it up from four to five because a lot, I mean, a lot happened. I moved three times, uncle, apartment, house. And I remember that we moved into my house before I started kindergarten. So that's like my second like lifetime. Like it was just, I mean, it was less than a year because I started kindergarten when I was five. And when I started kindergarten, I was in the elementary school that I was in until I finished elementary school. Um, and so, yeah, I would break it up birth to four, four to five. And I guess, like I said, from from birth to four, the most impactful thing that happened is the death of my of my dad, which is which is one of the, I don't want to say it's the complete reason, but it's one of the reasons why fatherhood is so important to me. It's one of the reasons why I wanted this podcast to be about fatherhood and then the most I think the most impactful thing that happened from four to five is we found the house that 
we moved into the house that I grew up in. Um, and then I would say that the next period of my life is just all of elementary school. So age five to age 10, kindergarten, first, second, third, fourth, and fifth grade. Um, and I guess, I guess the, mo <laughs> I guess this is, this is like off the top. I didn't really plan what I was going to say about each lifetime. So one of the most impact, I think one of the most impactful things that happened, there's a lot, I think there's a lot, that's a long period of like time. That's like five years. So the first thing that came to mind is, um, when I was in second grade, so for kindergarten, first and second grade, I was in bilingual and I had the same friends, right? Because I was Hispanic. I speak both English and Spanish. But sometime in second grade, they just judged. They just decided that my English was too good so that I had to go. They, they called it regular. I had to go to regular for third, fourth and fifth grade. And I didn't want to do that because I didn't want to lose my friends. And but they made me. And so I did. And I, I say that it's impactful because um, it did it did do some damage, like obviously because I didn't speak Spanish every day. I spoke Spanish at home, but I didn't speak Spanish as much as I could as if I was both in English, if I was in bilingual. And then I had to make new friends. And then it kind of separated me, even though my both of my parents are Mexican because I stopped speaking Spanish like in public as much and I started speaking Spanish more and I had to make like new friends that weren't Mexican or some other form of Hispanic. Like it kind of separated me from other like Mexicans, either Mexicans that were born in Mexico and then migrated over here or Mexicans like me that their parents migrated over here and then they were raised by Mexican. They are Mexicans by virtue of the fact that they were born to Mexican parents. So that was impactful because now I, like I took a different route. And then after uh, that period, so birth to four, four to five, five to 10 are all of elementary school. And then it would be uh, middle school. And I guess like the most significant part of middle school is like, I think everybody like, ju just like saying that, just like saying retro, like just like saying in a reflective matter like damn that seems like a different lifetime you know and it's become like a cliche there's also this common saying like everyone has their like 15 minutes of fame so that's what comes to mind when I think of like middle school like in middle school I was like a popular for some reason I was like a popular guy like I was a popular uh person both with my fellow students and like with the teachers, like the teachers would be impressed by me, by like my academic level and just, I had a lot of friends, they liked me. Um, and yeah, that, that's just what comes to mind. And it, it was a little sad when I went to high school because like in high school it was like all about, um, you know, athletes, you know, because games were something that gave us, well, that gave people that were into sports, because I'm not, um, something to do after class you could go to a whatever season it was for whatever sport you could go to a football game or a basketball game or or whatever so that would be the next lifetime birth to four four to 
four to five, five to 10, AKA elementary school, and then 11 to 13, AKA middle school. And then the next part is um, high school. Uh, the most significant thing about high school is that I was in a Mexican band. And the first video on my YouTube channel is me serenading my wife with the band that I used to play with. The band's name has been around probably 20 years by now. Um, his name Banda Caliente. But I didn't start out in that band. I started out playing in a like techno band. And when I say techno band, I don't mean like techno, like EDMC, like 90s techno. Um, I mean that it was like half electronic instruments, like a keyboard, mostly keyboards and like half and like a little bit of percussion. And then um, we did have some wind instruments like the saxophone. And the genre of that was Duranguense. So I joined a Duranguense probably like my sophomore year. There's something else that significant that happened, but this is probably, I don't want to say more important, but like I said, I'm just going off the top of my head. So I joined this Duranguense, and then I quickly moved to what's called a tamborazo, which is all wind instruments. And it's all, you just play like instrumental songs. And then I moved to, by the time, it happened very quickly, like 15, 16, 17. Like by the time that I was 15, I was in a Duranguense. Then by the time that I was 16, I was in a tamborazo. And then I turned 17. And in 17 and 18, like basically all the way to graduation, I was in Banda Caliente. And I loved playing in a tamborazo and banda. And that's something that I should have put on a simmer, like on a low burn. I shouldn't have gave it up completely. I should have always like kept doing a little bit because the plan was always like, I'm gonna quit the band and then one day I'll go back to it. And I quit when I was 18 and I'm 30. So it's been 12 years of me trying to go back to it. But, you know, first I got a job. And so I was worried about the job. And then I had specific goals. I wanted to save up money for a car. And then I did that. I wanted to save money to go to school. And then I did that. And then I kept going to school and I still haven't finished school. And then uh, I met my wife, we got married, now we have kids, and so uh, as life went on, the further I got from that, and that's part of the reason why I did that uh, episode with uh, Escuela de Rancho with Rob, because I love that, I, lo I still love that music, it's just not part of, it hasn't been part of any of my lifetimes since that uh, lifetime, and so that was like, it seemed like a long time, but I really only did it three years, which is, I mean, I guess right now as I'm 30, it's been about 10% of my life. The other 90% has been other. So all of high school. So then the next like little lifetime is like 18 to like 21 and the way that I want to describe it right here spontaneously, and as I, I guess those were like my party years. Like I used to work third shift and I had a group of friends and in order to make plans with them, like at in that part of my life, in that lifetime, 
it was so important for me to spend time with them that I made like a certain amount of sacrifices. Well, I guess just one sacrifice. So I worked third shift and if you didn't volunteer to work on the weekends, they could mandate you to work if it was like your turn next, right? Um, so I would, in order to have like a guaranteed day off and in order to spend time with my group of friends, I would just work every Saturday night so that I would have Friday night off. And then I like, because they couldn't make you work. They, if you had like one complete weekend off, they could make you work the entire next weekend and then you'd work like 14 days straight. Uh, but if you work six days out of the week voluntarily, or even if they mandate you, then they couldn't make you work that seventh day. I hope that makes sense. But the point is, I just started volunteering every Saturday night. I would work and then I'd make plans with them. And then, you know, I would do that, uh, just spend time with them. And I would just describe this period as like my party years, um, 18 to 20, uh, 18 to 21. And the, that was like a significant, like, it seemed like a lot of stuff happens. Like I said, like 18, 19, 20, 21. So that's also about like 10% of my life. But the other thing that happened during that period of time is I fell in love with lifting. I don't know if I, yeah, I think I talked about this in, um, like I, I, in one of my first episodes because I broke up what my podcast was going to be about like in four parts. So it was like four episodes in English and Spanish. Um, but it was my party years slash I fell in love with like lifting accidentally. So then that's the next lifetime. And then I think that, and I also started working at the place that I worked the last 11 like years. Um, so that so that kind that kind of intersects with with like 21 to 21 to 29 I think would be my next lifetime so birth to 4 4 to 5 5 to 10 aka elementary school 11 to 13 aka middle school um 14 to 18 aka high school and then 18 to 21, a.k.a. party years slash falling in love with lifting weights. And then 21 to 29. So a lot happened in 21 to 29. But one of the things that intersects between 18 to 20 and 21 to 29, between those two lifetime, is when I was 18, I started working um, at, a, at a company. And I just quit that company at age 29. So yeah, I worked there for about... 11 years so obviously since I started working there at 18 21 to 29 I worked there for those eight nine years which intersect with the previous lifetime now between ages 21 and 29 definitely a lot happened so I was I was partially single for age 21 and then uh, toward the end of my 21st year, I met my wife on Twitter. I thought her tweets were funny, and that's how they get you, funny girls. Um, met her, 
and we started dating when I was still 21. Turned 22, had my golden birthday because I was born on the 22nd day of the month and I turned 22, so that's my golden birthday. So I met my wife, started dating her, turned uh, 22, had my golden birthday. Then um, I got a couple of like three, I would say like, well, overall in that company I got, there was different times where I got promotions, but there was like two big ones within those two. There was one in 2015 and another one in 2017. Um, so those two things. Um, I also became Catholic. Like I, I was raised Catholic, but I wasn't a practice. And I got all of my sacraments of initiation by the time that I was 17. But it wasn't something that I took seriously. It wasn't even something that I knew intimately. I became Catholic, like a practicing Catholic, like an intentional, try, like a religious person, like a person trying to be a good Catholic, a person trying to pursue holiness at age 22 when I became my niece's godfather. So that, obviously because it's a long period of time, like a lot happened. So that happened. We got engaged. That happened. We got married. That happened. Got pregnant on our wedding night. That happened. Had our first son. Um, and then the other thing that happened, and I don't think I've ever mentioned this in any of my episodes, but the other thing that happened is um, I got introduced to Dave Ramsey and for 22 months from like from 27 to 28 uh, I just focused on my wife and I focused on getting out of debt and we paid off a personal loan that we took out for the wedding we uh, paid off her student loans and then that's when I quit Two, I was working two jobs. I was working at the job that I was at 11 years, and I was working at an Italian restaurant. And the reason I quit is because we wanted to get pregnant with our second child, and we did. So we weren't completely out of debt. We just kind of pressed pause, but we paid off, like, what was it? Just thousands of dollars. I'll do a separate episode on that because I'm trying to keep these uh, short. So that happened my second son was born, that happened, and then the other, oh, I also got my associate's degree in that time period in 2016. I moved out of my sister's house the same time I got my associate's degree in 2016, um, and my wife and I and our first child, we lived in an apartment for like the first year of my, not even the first year of my child's life, like probably like nine or 10 months around there. Um, and then we bought our first home. That happened during that period too. Um, and then, yeah, okay. So then the other thing is like, I quit my job that I was at for like 11 years. And the other thing that, the other thing that happened is I started this podcast and then the panorama pandemic, pap paprika happened, pomegranate. Um, that was also significant because I was just like change everybody's life. 
Um, and then the other thing that happened is, but I'm trying to figure out if it happened. Yeah, it happened before I turned 30. So, because I don't want to say, I don't want to say that 30 is the start of the new lifetime. I want to say that when I quit my job of 11 years, that was like the beginning of a new lifetime. So since then, um, my second son was born. We, uh, I worked at a limo company for seven months. And then now I recently got a new job as a printer, like printing uh, t-shirts and hoodies and stuff like that. And then I went back to that second job at the Italian restaurant. Um, uh, I went back to that restaurant like the beginning of January. And then like at the end of February, I found the printing job. I was at that limo company like exactly seven months. Um, so what, so that like, so from the time that I, so yeah, it's still 29, it's like 29 to like just continuing now is a new lifetime. So zero to four, four to five, five to 10, uh, 13 or 11 to 13, 14 to 18, 18 to 21, 21 to 29 to the point where I quit my job over 11 years. And after I've quit my job, what has happened since then is, like I said, I worked for a limo company for seven months. I had, we had our second son. Um, I turned 30. I got a new job as a printer. I went back to my old second job at that Italian restaurant. Um, and we, Remember when I said we had pressed like pause on getting out of debt? We, we finished paying off our, our family car. Um, and then I think that's, I think those are like the significant stuff that has happened so far since this new lifetime has started. I guess the other significant thing that has started is like I'm trying to reboot the podcast and one thing that I missed I think between that long lifetime of like 21 to 29 is I sold my first car and I missed that part too from 18 to 21 I got my first car and it's the only car that I ever had had it for nine years sold it in 2020 in the middle of the panorama so that's like a brief overview of my lifetimes I don't know if I want to like take each lifetime and make a longer episode of about about it um because i glossed over a lot of things that maybe you might want to know more about but the purpose is just to make you reflect on how you break up your own life because it's a little bit easy to break it up you know zero to nine ten to nineteen uh, 20 to 29 and then 30 to 39 and so on and so forth. But I think there's, because another thing that we commonly say is like same, same stuff, different day, but like literally every day is like a new day, right? Like you do similar things, but the fact that you're doing it on a new day, a different time, even if you've done it before is not the same as the previous 
day but because we do some things every day like a long periods of time seem the same um and so you can break it up like that you can break it up like significant events too and i don't want to make you miss those times or make you feel like you need to go back or make you feel like you're past your prime but i just want to help you think about your life and reflect on it and it's like what has happened so far like what have i remembered what have i accomplished what have uh, like how do i break it up and why and where where has my most recent lifetime started and for me it's not 30 like i've turned 30 but i think to me it's you know about eight nine months ago when i quit my job of 11 years and it's been it's been a it's been a new adventure something something's different now like I said over the last eight months had our second child worked for a limo company seven months got a new job went back to my old second job finally got out of consumer debt paid off our family car and turned turned 30 and I think that's it and it's just like now and it's just going to go on top of that so that's my question to you i want you to think about it i want you to think deeply about it i want you to reflect how do you break up your lifetimes mine zero to four four to five five to ten eleven to thirteen fourteen to eighteen eighteen to twenty one twenty one to twenty nine and now twenty nine to the present so if you liked the video Make sure you like it. If you're listening on the audio platforms, make sure you leave me a review. Make sure to subscribe to one or the other or both. Make sure you shared it with your besties and your fam bam. Send me a voice message if you want to send me a voice message. Leave me a comment in the if you're watching on YouTube. And thanks for watching and or listening. And I'll just see you on the next time. Remember that your life is worth living as Fulton Sheen taught us. And just thank you so much, my biscuits. Bye.